It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning, South Coast. Uh, this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, filling in for Tim Weisberg, uh, trying to shine some light on South Coast this morning. Although looking out the window at here at WBSM, it looks like a cloudy morning. At least to start off, I think it's gonna, the sun is going to break through later, but we have a cloudy start, uh, one of those gray winter days. So Tim is having some medical tests, and I'm filling in, trying to hold down the fort. We've been talking uh, about a bunch of stuff this morning. At the 8 o'clock hour, I'm going to have a special guest, uh, uh, a gentleman named Mike Florio, who some of you might know. I believe he's from Mattapoisett. Uh, He is um, a a local retired teacher and um, uh, uh, I think an EMS uh, attendant. And he, um, a very healthy guy. I play tennis with him. Uh, very fit, and he found himself um, in midlife facing pancreatic cancer out of the blue. And if you know anything about pancreatic cancer, you know that that's one of the most deadly of of cancers. And um, he beat it. And he's written a book about it now. Um, uh, the book is called um, "Bad Luck: An in, An Inspirational Journey into a, Into the Battle Against Pancreatic Cancer." Uh, this is uh, something that touches all of our lives. Uh, uh, I can't think of any family that hasn't had some uh, problem with cancer or some member. And uh, pancreatic cancer is, is one of the toughest, but Mike beat it. And he's going to be here to tell his story this morning during the 8 o'clock hour. So tune into that if you have time. In the meantime... Um, We've been talking about a lot of things this morning. We talked a, a little bit about um, uh, the fact that the um, Trump tax cuts are going to be going away next year and this year, I guess. And, and um, uh, like many um, things passed by the federal government, they were, they were written to sunset. Um, I guess a, a tax cut is something that, can, that some economists think will help get the economy going. Other economists say that no, the studies don't really don't really hold that up. But anyway, that the tax cuts have are going to expire just in time for uh, the call said for Joe Biden to be blamed for them. Uh, uh, Democrats, um, uh, I think Jack Kennedy may have been the last one who who passed a big tax cut. They generally don't do that. They generally want to to um, 
spread the money around, so to speak, um, uh, run government programs, some of the, the great government programs that have made our society more humane, whether it's Social Security, um, Medicare, uh, Medicaid, uh, Obamacare, um, uh, some of the um, environmental programs, uh, some of the um, uh, highway infrastructure and uh, bridge and road programs. Um, you may not, you may like some of that. You may not like any of it, but the Trump tax cuts are going away. So uh, that's an interesting topic. I thought uh, uh, I talked a little bit about the mayor's inauguration, where. Um, there was very little talk of the star story. And, and to be perfectly honest, I think very few new ideas. Uh, he talked about making another run at um, stricter penalties for absentee landlords. Uh, that's been talked about before in the city. Maybe they can make it even even more onerous. Uh, he talked about eliminating the residency requirement. Um, that's okay with me as long as he keeps it for police and teacher where I think we need to make sure we have enough minority officers and minority teachers to really help uh, a a city that is approaching minority majority status. Um, New Bedford, you may know, has its first minority majority legislative district. Um, that is the downtown in near North End. It is represented by State Representative Chris Hendricks, who used to represent um, part of the North End in a Kushnet. But they've redistricted him down to this um, uh, new district that the majority of the residents are, I would say, uh, are either Latino or Cape Verdean. And um, it is a majority-minority district. Uh, so uh, uh, we, we can talk a little bit about that. Uh, we can talk about the fact that the first wind power uh, yesterday was announced to have come through. So there are five, I think, turbines that have begun to spin out there in the waters off of um, Martha's Vineyard, and they have delivered a little bit of power. How long that power would will last is not very much. I think there are going to eventually be uh, 62 turbines as part of this uh, um, uh, oven grid um, vineyard wind farm off the coast of um, uh, the vineyard, which is being um, serviced through the city of New Bedford. Uh, if you have feelings about that, Give us a call, 508-996-0500. Uh, I'd also like to bring up a, a topic that um, uh, that hasn't really gotten much publicity, that perhaps should have gotten more. There was a very quiet um, executive session. Executive session means a closed session by the city council on December 4th of last year. And in that session... Um, the concerns were security. I'll, I'll just read, uh, because there's been very little news coverage of this. Uh, the agenda for that was the council, behind closed doors, remember, wanted to discuss the options for deploying security personnel, devices, and strategies in and around City Hall in the downtown area, especially in the evening hours while various public meetings are held to assure the safety of public and city employees. Now, um, it's no secret that there's been a lot of speculation on the council that this meeting was about two activists who are our regular callers to the station, um, uh, Gilly Safiolis and, and Carlos Felix, and um, safety concerns that some of the councilors 
believe they have with them. I, I personally think that that is overrated, but um, both gentlemen have had some interactions with the law in the past, and they are definitely um, vocal critics. Uh, uh, um, Mr. Safiolis, especially of Counselor Morad, Counselor Linda Morad, and um, um, Mr. Felix of, of, of Counselor Morad, but, but, but the council, and, and Counselor Brian Gomes also, uh, uh, some of the other counselors too, I think. Um, he's criticized uh, this uh, reporter, uh, this writer, me, Jack Spillane, from time to time. So uh, it's a free country. People are, are free to do that. But I did think that this closed session, and there's been no announcement, they went into closed session. They didn't come back out of closed session, so they didn't take any, any. Um, I mean, if they took a, some votes, I hope they didn't, because I think votes have to be done in public. But, um, you know, that, that closed meeting, um, you know, are there really concerns about safety around City Hall? Um, so, so, you know, the, these are uh, uh, guys who have had some interactions with the law before, and they can call and speak for themselves about that. Uh, um, you know, a lot of the some of the counselors are women, and some of the counselors in leadership position, both outgoing President Linda Morad and incoming President Naomi Carney, um, are, are women, and and they, you know, uh, maybe they feel uh, fearful, and if they do. And they feel comfortable talking about that. They're welcome to, to come on and talk about it. If they don't, um, that's okay too. But I, I think that when when um, you have the city considering safety measures, and I'm wondering if those safety measures might be cameras that would um, surveil the area, both in the city hall corridors and the um, city hall itself, maybe even the city hall chambers, uh, I don't know but, um, uh, if the you know uh, certainly um, I hope no threats have been made. I hope no physical altercations have taken place. I assume they have not, or else people would have been arrested and charged. But it, it just seemed like um, if there really are public safety issues going on uh, 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 at City Hall. Um, you know, women were walking, or, or men for that matter, walking to and from their cars uh, 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 in the early hours of City Hall. Uh, it's it's dark this time of year. Uh, it can be um, unnerving. So um, if uh, that's uh, an issue, then I don't know. I think we should have a, a public discussion. But uh, it was done in closed session. I know that both um, uh, Gilly and uh, Carlos, uh, I, these are people who have long been activists around New Bedford. Uh, uh, Carlos is also a, a, a social media reporter with New Bedford Live. Um, uh, so uh, they have a right to their viewpoints. Um, if they're listening, they're welcome to call. Uh, 508-996-0500 is the number. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, this, um, they have expressed concerns to me that, that um, there has not been more news coverage of this. Um, uh, I am not a news reporter. I'm a columnist. I'm, I'm an opinion guy. I express my opinion. So I sometimes I break a little bit of news in my columns, but but mostly, you know, I'm commenting on news that other people have broken in a more neutral manner than than I would do. Um, but uh, uh, you know, maybe you have feelings that this was was this appropriate done behind closed doors, or was it not appropriate? 
behind closed doors. Did anything come of it? We don't know. I don't know of any votes that took place. Um, so I'd like to hear more about that. Maybe um, uh, the new council president, Naomi Carney, when she comes on, I don't know whether she's coming on tomorrow or whether she'll be coming on uh, starting next week. Uh, uh, she can talk more about it. But uh, so that's been happening too. Uh, 508-996-0500. Uh, where are you at this morning, callers? Uh, the lines are open. It's easy to get through. Uh, give us a call. Uh, uh, um, uh, we don't bite. We're happy to talk to you. Uh, um, what about uh, the um, the immigrants uh, at the Seaport Inn? I, when I was listening to Ariel's uh, last broadcast, I, I noticed that, that uh, and, I, and this had escaped me before, that the Seaport Inn is getting out of the business of housing immigrants. And that, that's interesting. I don't know whether that's because the number of immigrants has decreased uh, or whether they have decided that they, it's something that they don't want to do. Maybe they feel it's hurt its business. Um, it's never been clear to me exactly how that system works. Um, do, do the... Um, uh, do the motels that um, are taking part volunteer to take part? Or does the city just tell them, no, we have a, a requirement that these people have to be housed and, and you have to take some of them. There was criticism um, of the town of Fairhaven early on for not being more um, proactive in um, uh, alerting the community. I think that they have said that they didn't know themselves, but it is the town of Fairhaven that made the press release announcing that the immigrants are leaving. So what do you think of that? Uh, uh, the issue of immigration is, is much in the news. Those, those images over Christmas of, of just hundreds and hundreds of people coming at one time, I have to admit were unnerving to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm generally uh, a supporter of immigration. Um, uh, you know, I think that there is some prejudice against um, uh uh, people coming from Central America as opposed to Northern European countries, maybe even Asian countries. Uh, a lot of those people take the working class jobs. Um, you know, people talk about them going immediately onto the social safety system. I'm, I'm not sure that is the case. I'm not sure that, that the immigrants coming aren't more likely to work than, than um, the... Uh, people who are born here, uh, uh, at least uh, some segments of the population, because it's, it's harder for them to to um, obtain jobs. Uh, um, yes, we know about um, uh, uh, illegal Social Security numbers and all that, but that's something that you get to get a job. So if you have a feeling about that, give us a call. We're going to take a break. <sighs> Leave at your own chosen speed I'm not the one you want, babe I'm not the one you need You say you're looking for someone Who's never weak but always strong to protect you and defend you 
That's the great Bob Dylan uh, singing It Ain't Me Babe. And I guess as far as the um, Seaport Inn, it, it ain't going to be the Seaport Inn for the immigrants going forward. I have a a, a, a little text from Tim um, who um, I guess is uh, uh, able to listen a little bit this morning and um, says that it's unofficially um, uh, the, the Seaport Inn um, uh uh, says that they were just told that they were going to take these immigrants by the state, that they were not given a choice. So I'm not sure how they they know that they're not going to be given any more unless the numbers have begun to decline. Uh, there, there seemed to have been a peak around around Christmas time, but but who knows? But whatever the reason is, in the near future, uh, the immigrants will be leaving um, the seaport in in Fairhaven. Uh, this is Jack Spillane sitting in for Tim Weisberg, uh, who's having some medical tests this morning. Uh, uh, he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, the, the phones were a little sleepy this morning, callers. Uh, uh, I'm not accustomed to this. I've had good luck uh, in my previous fill-in stints where um, the lines lit up. So uh, if you'd like to get in, you can get in early now, 508 996 We have about three minutes before the 730 news. Uh you can get in and make your points. Uh, um, uh, I was just talking uh, before the break uh, about um, this very quiet December 4th closed session that the city council held about security concerns around City Hall, both within the building and uh, outside the building, particularly in the evening. Uh, they met in closed session with both the chief of police and the um, uh a city solicitor. So um, the council is certainly are taking these concerns seriously. And um, I just think it would be good to have a, a little bit more of an explanation to the public. Uh, uh, so uh, if you know anything about this issue and you would like to call in, uh, feel free to call in. Uh, 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 I've also been talking this morning about um, the inauguration where I, I was a little bit underwhelmed by it all. I, I, I didn't think that Mayor Mitchell, who I think overall has been a good mayor, uh, uh, had a whole lot of new ideas as he starts his sixth term. Who, who would have thought that, that, that uh, we would have had a, a, a mayor of New Bedford serving for 12 consecutive years and now going for 16 if he serves out his full four-year term, which he's just been elected to? That's just... Um, Amazing. Uh, uh, I was impressed by city outgoing city council president Linda Morad's uh, comments. I, I thought it was the best speech of the night. Uh, Governor Mari Healy said virtually nothing in her six minutes of remarks. Um, uh, 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 but um, Councillor Morad talked about the need to um, uh, elevate the political discourse in the city of New Bedford to be a little bit less mean spirited and, and rancorous. And she, she said she, she acknowledged that she herself, uh, she said on occasion has slipped into this and that she pledged that she is open to extending all of branches to her political adversaries for any good faith effort. And, um, 
the mayor said some similar things on trust, and the mayor actually um, admitted he's made some uh, all that p- public officials make mistakes sometimes. He didn't quite say he's made mistakes. But I thought that maybe we are in for a better year this year. Maybe we are in for a, um, uh, a more positive um, uh, experience. Uh, time will tell, uh, but we're going to go to the news with uh, Ariel Dorsey now. The names of two former presidents, Donald Trump and Bill Clinton, are featured in the first batch of unsealed documents from the Jeffrey Epstein sex sex trafficking case. The documents reportedly showcase over 150 names of people who've been associated with the late disgraced financier, including the likes of Britain's Prince Andrew, the late Michael Jackson, and famed magician David Copperfield. The Department of Justice is suing the state of Texas over a new law that allows the prosecution and deportation of migrants entering the U.S. from Mexico. The lawsuit asks a federal judge to rule the law violates the supremacy clause of the U.S. Constitution, as well as stopping the state from enforcement. Set to go into effect in March, it would allow any Texas law enforcement officer to arrest people suspected of entering the U.S. illegally. Northeast and mid-Atlantic states could see their biggest winter storms in years beginning this weekend. The National Weather Services, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, and New York City are in line for significant winter storms from Saturday through Monday. Ford is recalling more than 112,000 pickup trucks over concerns of rollaways. A letter from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration addressed to Ford's assistant director acknowledges the F-150 recall. A judge is dismissing charges against Jackson Mahomes, the brother of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Prosecutors filed a motion in a Kansas court to dismiss three charges of aggravated sexual battery against Mahomes. He's been accused of forcibly kissing the owner of an Overland Park restaurant last year. And Starbucks customers can now use their own clean personal cups when placing their drive-thru and mobile orders. The coffee chain made the announcement Wednesday saying it's part of the company's initiative to reduce waste by 50% by 2030. In sports, the Patriots season is about to come to an end. The NFL announced the Pro Bowl rosters on Wednesday, and for the first time since 2000, the Patriots did not have a player selected. The Pats will host the New York Jets in the season finale Sunday afternoon. The Bruins will be looking for its fifth consecutive victory when it hosts the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. And after falling to the Thunder in Oklahoma City, the Celtics return to Boston for a battle against the Utah Jazz tomorrow night at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Thursday, Thursday morning with overcast skies. The temperature around 30. As we head into the afternoon, clouds will prevail in the low 40s. Not ruling out a passing light uh, snow shower triggering some flurries across the immediate area. Mostly clear tonight, sunny and uh, quite cold as we head into this Friday, mid-30s. Real field temperature Friday morning in the single digits. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
finally found some music that wasn't recorded 50 years ago. Uh, uh, that's Christopher Cross with Never Be the Same. Uh, uh, quite um, an underrated uh, uh, musician, I think. Um, he had uh, a time in the, I guess it was the mid-90s maybe, where he was really very, very hot, had a string of hits, and uh, we haven't heard from him since. But uh, he did have that flowering then, so uh, I'm happy to play that. Uh, this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, filling in for Tim Weisberg, who's out today having some uh, medical tests, but he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we've been talking about all sorts of things uh, this morning, and um, I'm looking forward to the 8 o'clock hour, where I'm going to have a, a special guest. Uh, his name is Mike Florio, a local guy who has written a book about his battle with pancreatic cancer. Uh, many of you uh, will be familiar with pancreatic cancer from either people you have known in your own lives who have had it. It's a very tough cancer. Uh, or um, from the work that uh, Brock Codero, um, a, a local guy whose father succumbed to the disease and um, uh, who has been very active since that time, uh, raising money for research and and awareness about it. So... Um, Mike will be here at 8 o'clock and um, we'll find out what it was like to go through that. And um, I'll be interested. I've known Mike for a while. Uh, he, uh, uh, he plays tennis uh, uh, with some folks I play tennis with. And um, he is a very fit guy. And, and how that happened uh, is, uh, is interesting. And I'd like to know more about it. Uh, uh, we have a call in the line, so let's go right to them. Call you're on the air with Jack Spillane. Good morning, Tim. This Aaron is Jack. Dupree Gutierrez, a.k.a. Hetty Green. Oh, hi, Irene. How are you? I remember you from my Standard Times days. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's a long time ago. Very yeah. good. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I'm wearing a different hat today. I'm up from the, of course, New Bedford National Park. Tomorrow night at uh, 7 o'clock. We will be showing a free movie, and we'd like people to come out and join us to watch it. Obviously, it's Moby Dick Week. It's going to be a very busy, you know, activities going on downtown. But we're adding to this activities at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. We'll be showing the movie made based on the Essex whaling ship which is, of course, a very, very famous time. Uh, history people know about it, after all. The movie is In the Heart of the Sea. Oh, good one. A good one. I it, read isn't that. Isn't it something? It yeah. Is, yeah, unfortunately, it's not exactly as historical. We've got to tell people that, but it's it's such a good movie. We have license to show it. Tomorrow night only, one night, and we'd like people to come on down and watch it with us. All right, uh, that's uh, is that the movie, um, Irene, that was made uh, maybe ten years ago? Uh, if it's probably yes, I yeah. seen it first. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good special effects because I saw that and um, uh, quite. Quite an exciting movie, but I have to say, as usu as is usually the case, the book was better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really, if people haven't seen it, they really should. We're we're from the Walling City, 
you know, get out of here and take a look. We're uh, going to be free, of course. Everything we do at the National Park, all of our programs are free. And we welcome people to come on out. The movie will be shown at 7. We'll be opening the doors at 6.30 so people can get in and, and settle on in. But, uh, and that's, that's what, what time in, is that at, Irene? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what, ti- what time does it start? It will start at 7. And Open the, the doors at 6.30 and the movie at 7. And that's right we there in the Cook Theater? And all that kind of stuff, but we've yeah. got a very, very nice movie. Uh, nice I'm sorry. Auditorium. I'm sorry. Is it right there in the Cook Theater at the Whaling Museum? Yes. Yeah, okay. So 7 yeah, o'clock tomorrow night. Obviously, a lot of Moby Dick things, but, uh, you know, of course, part of the story from the book Moby Dick was built on the the, uh, Essex thinking. Yes. So, well, we're jumping into Moby Dick Week. All right. Thanks for letting us know that. Uh, I read Moby Dick Week, one of my favorite weeks. And if, if you've never been to the Moby Dick Marathon starting Friday, you should go because... It, it is not only our history and our heritage, it's a great read and, and a great experience. Thank you. 33 William Street. Join us, please. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Jack. Hi. How are you? Good. Is this Sketty? Yes, it is. Oh, Sketty. Thank you so much for the nice things you said on Monday. Oh, boy. My oh. heart was just bursting. Well, you deserve you deserve to know that. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that because, um, you know, people don't realize, um, especially when you're writing opinion stuff, it can be mm. very stressful. And I'm, I'm sure it's stressful for the, um, the talk radio host to a certain extent, too. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, your opinion, like any other opinion, is not always right. And um, you do the best you can. But uh, to have yeah. someone who likes it uh, made me feel good. Yes. Well, I mean, come on. You went above and be- beyond <laughs> with the star uh, story. I mean, it. Yeah, I wish I, I, I wish I could have done better in no, in helping save it, it. But but we at least got the story out there, so there's a record of the history. Oh my stars! Oh, see that? Oh my stars and star building. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I say all oh, my stars a little bit too much, but no. Listen, what you did. I mean, really, you you really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. And if it's and if it can't be just me, everybody must really be appreciative of all the hard work you put into that story. Yeah, I I, I, I did work hard on it, and I I I have to say, I I really was just shocked that the university, which is our local university, it happens to be just over the border in Dartmouth, would have that mm-hmm. kind of. Um, an attitude toward the downtown and would not be interested in looking for solutions with oh, um, no. the elected yeah. officials. I, I, I really feel, uh, you know, I've known Santa Montigny and Mayor Mitchell a long time. I think they're both good men, have worked hard and done a lot of good things for the city. Um, but I just think that, I mean, there's no, yeah, no doubt that the university... Yeah. Somebody fell asleep behind the wheel. Yeah, something door. something is not working right that they couldn't save that. And I think um, 
you know, people uh, will criticize um, the old Senator Biff McLean when he was in office, but it's hard to imagine that ever happening when he was in office. And and I just think that something um, we we are just not having as much influence in Boston as we once did, and it it really is sad. Yeah, and especially because of all the hard work that went into getting it there. Mm. Yep. Nope. It's uh, oh my gosh. I hope those girls just keep their battle going. Um, oh, those kids, they're, they're just the nicest kids. You know, uh, <laughs> Fallon Navarro has a six year old uh, son. You know, he's growing yes. up with his mother and her husband yes. is working so hard and her mother is helping her take care of her son while she's in school. It's a real mm-hmm. family story and she's in her last year and to have this happen just when she was going to have all of her sculptures coming to creation, I, I just think it's been heartbreaking. Oh, no, I know. I mean, listen, the, it, um, it's a march that's going to have to keep on going. Um, I can't wait for the day when you write a story or on the show and say, hey, they got their retribution. They, you know, got what they need. Well, I hope that oh. I hope that day will come. I'm I'm beginning to yeah. get discouraged that that you know there's so little talk nowadays among the local officials, and I I do have to move on to other things because if, I know I know that's what I was going to say too. So it's the we can't we can't let this not go away for sure. But um, I wanted to ask you what, what's your next um, what's the new thing? What's going to be the big story for you at the beginning of this year? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm 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 not exactly sure uh yet. I have some things that I'd like to do um involving the neighborhoods of the city and um some things that are going on with certain buildings around town. You know, we have a lot of um buildings in New Bedford that have had fires but have never been torn down. They they, they just sort of sit there year after I year. And yeah, board it up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just yeah, I, I, I just I just like the officials to explain to me and to the public what, why these buildings have to be there for years and years and years and can't mm-hmm. be cleaned up. And then other times they clean them up right away. So what is the difference? So what, um, forgive me, I don't remember the address, but... Um, oh, Skinny, I'm behind, in my, I'm behind in my commercials. I got to run. Okay, good. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Um. Don't get caught in the uninsured current. Get protected with Progressive Today. America's number one boat insurer with basic liability. Desperado by the Eagles and um, a little bit of um, the commercial that I, uh, unpaid commercial that I uh, didn't bump in time to uh, before it uh, came on. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light filling in for uh, Tim Weisberg, who's having some medical tests today. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, so I'm doing my best. Uh, I'm not a, um, a radio pro like Tim is, but um, I'm happy to have this opportunity. And um, 
my guest for the 8 o'clock hour is in the studio, Mike Florio, and uh, we'll be talking to him soon about uh, his, uh, his book on his battle with pancreatic cancer. So uh, uh, I think you're really going to enjoy that. Uh, he just gave me a copy of the book, which looks like it's very readable and um, uh, even has pictures, which is something that I always like. Uh, uh, we've been talking about a number of things this morning. Uh, we've been talking about uh, um, uh, the taxes and uh, whether uh, the taxes that are going to sunset now are going to go back up because the Trump tax tax cuts were only for a temporary time. Uh, we've been talking about the immigrants at the uh, Seaport Inn uh, finally leaving. I, I say finally, but they really haven't been there that long. Um, and evidently the Seaport Inn will not be getting any more. I'm not exactly sure why that is, but um, uh, the undocumented immigrants that have been there are leaving. So however you felt about that issue one way or the other, um, they are leaving town. Um, uh, uh Poor Sketty, I, I, I just had to rush her off the year because I've been forgetting to play my commercials. Uh, uh, but uh, she was nice enough to call and um, encourage me. I appreciated that, Sketty. Uh, uh, yeah, the Star Store is... is um, they say that they're still negotiating. They say that they're, they're trying to find a way to get it back to the downtown. But I don't see any progress. It's been five months... And the university seems determined to be at UMass Dartmouth. And um, uh, the mayor, uh, during his inauguration address on New Year's Day, gave some hints that he may be looking for scientific or or, um, government agencies. He didn't specifically say that they would go in there, but he talked about them in the same section of the speech. He was talking about the loss of the Star Store and what that has meant to downtown New Bedford. Uh, we're going to play these last commercials and stick around. It's uh, not long till the top of the hour. And um, uh, we'll have Mike Florio here to talk about his book on beating pancreatic cancer. <coughs> All right, we're back. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Life filling in for Tim Weisberg. I was just looking at the uh, time I have left and it does not appear I have time for a music bumper. So, We'll forgo the bumper and um, we'll be uh, heading to the uh, 8 o'clock news after that. As I said, my guest, Mike Florio, a local guy who has um, battled pancreatic cancer, will be here and he'll talk about his journey and the book he has written um, about it um, uh, called Bad Luck. Uh, uh, in the meantime, uh, I appreciate your calls this morning. Um, uh, the next hour... Um, Mike will tell his story and about his book, and then we'll open it up to calls for anyone who would like to talk about their own personal or family or friend battles um, with cancer and how they got through it and what their approach to it was. Uh, I think this will be educational for uh, the entire um, uh, 